my throat is like broken. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. At this yeah. point, I'm concerned that I've just broken it. I Yeah, Jess is broken, y'all. I'm broken. Uh, yeah, I'm so broken. I don't even know that I'm sick. That's the problem yeah. is I was yeah. sick last week. Yeah. Now I'm just, I went to Nashville and like, this is, I don't know. And I have no energy like at all. Like I, 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 I swear I have to like nap every five minutes and you know me, I don't nap. No, Like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm like, I, I I'm hopeful I can just get through the next couple of days yeah. and then figure it out this weekend and then be fresh to go on Monday or something. I don't know. I'm just, uh, it's just one of those things that where I think the timing just sucks because yeah. I was sick last week and I did, I lost my voice and then I probably got back to like 90% health and yeah. then to Nashville and then ruined that. Yeah. I get so that. I just am like, fuck, but I don't know. We'll see. So anyway, yes, Jess is broken. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to do our best here. Um, if you, I'm sure you cannot tell, but this is women can't parlay or maybe you can tell. I don't know. Yeah. Either way we're here. This is rainy. Yeah. Rainy somehow had throat surgery and sounds 400 times better than I do. I went to Nashville. Oh God. Yeah. This would be a good one for you guys. Yeah. Why am I the way that I am? <laughs> I don't I'm know. I'm going to get that tattooed on my goddamn forehead. <laughs> um, so guys, I'm very sorry. We did not have an episode last week. Unfortunately, I was sick last week. If you can imagine, um, I was down for the count. It wasn't COVID supposedly via my test. But it was something. So we took last week off in an effort to make sure we could record this week. And I had my Nashville trip. Rainy had her throat surgery. So we're here. We're, we don't want to skip another week, especially with it being right after the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, but I'll be honest, we're probably just going to get through the Super Bowl stuff yeah. and let you go. And then we'll uh, hopefully get caught back up within, you know, the next week or so on some of the other outstanding topics that I definitely, definitely want to have a conversation about. But I don't know that anyone's going to want to listen to this for more than 10 minutes, but we're going to do our best. Yes, we are going to put something out no matter what it sounds like. Exactly. We're gonna get something out there and uh and then we'll go from there but yeah today's probably just gonna be strictly super bowl talk and um and then we'll uh catch you next week hopefully on the other stuff yeah um yeah so fortunately for us and unfortunately for them we are presented to you by points bet 
Dimers has teamed up with PointsBet for an exclusive offer where any user, any new user who signs up with them and bets $50 will get a free Dimers hoodie. To claim the offer, just head to the link on our page, dimers.com slash women can't parlay and click on the PointsBet link. Once you sign up and deposit $50, you will be able to claim your free Dimers hoodie. That's not all. New users who claim this offer will also be able to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So head to the link now to claim and support us and claim your new Dimers hoodie. A thank you, a goodbye. Woo! <laughs> Speaking of $2,000, a Dimers definitely came in very helpful for me in Nashville, a mobile betting state where I was able to kind of like use a lot of their um, okay. features to help me place my bets and like make informed decisions. Yeah. I also finally, after, you know, playing boards for, you know, the 20 plus years that I've been playing, I won $2,000 on, nice. on a board. So nice. Congrats. Yeah. But one guy on the trip with us, he played a $200 square board, which paid out 4000 a quarter, and he won two quarters. What? That's dope. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I think another guy with us won 500 and then another guy with us, they won a $2,000 square, but he split it with his brothers. Oh, well, that was nice. Like, well, like him and his brothers went in on the square together. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. He's not oh, that nice. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But it was like crazy. I was like that the odds of that many people winning like boards, yeah. like, cause we're all collectively on like the same five yeah. boards or so from, you know, like our hometown organizations. Yeah. So it was kind of crazy that we had that many winners. I mean, it was crazy enough that we had a group of 30 fucking people go to Nashville. Yeah. But for them, for us to have that many winners on our trip was crazy. Yeah. That was wild. Or at least what I saw of the trip looks pretty fucking fun. Oh yeah. It was so fun. I just wish I could have avoided being sick the week leading up to it. Yeah. Uh, Cause that's, I mean, like I said, I probably had gotten to about 90% recovery before leaving Friday. So I was feeling much better, but still wasn't a hundred percent. And then went and just partied all weekend. And so now I'm just, I'm just dead. I'm broken. Like we said, I'm unwell, unwell. Just as unwell. She is broken. All of the things I'm just here boring as ever. So (laughs) yeah, I wish you could have gone with us. It was a really fun trip. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I would have loved that. I'll be in Nashville in like three weeks. So it was cold. I was not feeling that at all. It was freezing. It even snowed one day. Ew. So that was like the not fun part is the weather was just terrible. So, but like, I mean, when you're in Nashville, it's like you're inside most of the time. So it was fine, but that was definitely like a downer was the weather for sure. So um, well, I'm glad it was a good time and everyone survived. I mean, that was my biggest worry with that crew. <laughs> I mean, I would say that we're still a little, we're still not fully like there on survival rate yet. <laughs> Give me well, a couple more days. Yeah, fair. Well, I did see two of our friends um, 
at a concert on Monday night and was like, how, how? Yeah. I don't know how, which beef mode. I can't, which only one of them, I think but that is in Nashville was in Nashville, but she was so hungover on Sunday that she didn't go out. Like she tried and then she ended up spending most of the night in the room. Fair. I get that. Yeah. Still like, but still probably was feeling rough and who wants to like fly back to Dallas to go to a concert like that that night, like, and then get up and go to work. Fuck that. Yeah. That's not something I'm capable of. No, no. Which funny enough, that concert, Casey Musgraves played in Nashville on Friday. Oh, really? So I was like, damn, you just got to just caught her here. Yeah. No kidding. That's funny. Uh, Everybody I knew was at that concert. So yeah, I'm sure it was a good one. No doubt. Um, God, there are some random, um, just like football gossip stuff that I know there's so much going on and I have not had time to like, obviously dive into any of it. So like, I want to give, well, a myself, you and our listeners, like the full attention to them all. So that's why I'm like, we need to save some of these little stories for the future because a we're done with football now. So like we have a lot more time to discuss the random shit and like the Olympics, you know, all of these things or it's like, I want to give those conversations justice and I just don't know enough about them. Plus nobody's going to want to listen to this for any reason. So Um, but like I said, I think we could get through the Super Bowl and then just get that done with. So yeah, well, let's do it. Yeah, let's dive in before my voice just absolutely stops working. Yeah, I know. Um, and then I have to look into like a voice box um transplant, <laughs> which if you can do that, I should do that anyway because my voice sucks. That's terrifying. <laughs> um okay, so. Super Bowl 56. Was, by the way, what do we got? Well, it was, it was the most watched program on television in the last five years. It had like 11 million viewers or some shit like across all platforms, which is just wild. So clearly people were honed in on that for obvious reasons. 11 million. That just doesn't seem like a lot, but I guess I don't know what would be. Well, let me double check. I was my thinking, I was thinking there was like that Dallas Thanksgiving game had like 55 million. Um, let me tell you. I don't fucking know. I'm delirious. So, I mean, at this point, Joe Rogan's like got 110 million listeners every episode. So he's killing everybody. Right. Yeah. Well, which is why we're silencing him. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, here's a better, more important stat. Eminem just became the first artist in Spotify history to have 10 albums with over 1.5 billion streams. So there, that's, <laughs> there's a stat. That's amazing. Oh, I think this says it had an estimated 101.1 million viewers. Maybe that's where I got the 11 from. Maybe yeah, I, I think. Because uh, I was and, like, that doesn't really add up. I'm like. Dude. Yeah. And then this says 112.3. So I'm thinking it was in the like 110 million, not 10 million or 11 million. 
that makes more sense but all good a lot of fucking people watch the super bowl yeah regardless it was the number one or the most watched program on television in the last five years yeah that makes sense yeah so the nfl is huge and keeps getting bigger yeah well especially when you have two teams like the rams and the Bengals, who I don't know, like the Rams have a huge celebrity fan base and the Bengals have like everybody else in the United States or NFL watchers that <laughs> were like wanted to see, right? Yeah. Leading up to it, obviously we didn't really get to like talk about it beforehand since we skipped last week, but was excited, you know, for these teams. Like I think they both had their own little cinderella type stories. So I wasn't disappointed in either one winning or losing, but I think just gambling wise, I really felt like the Bengals were going to keep it close. And for like every reason people, like I talked to a lot of people about why, why they were taking who they were taking. And a lot of people were saying Rams, but I just kept asking why. And every reason why was like, Well, that's why the Bengals should have lost to Kansas City. That's why the Bengals should have lost to the Titans. Like, I get it, and you're not wrong, but for all of the reasons that you're telling me, you could flip that and be like, well, that's how they won these games. Yeah. And so it's like, I just felt like no matter what, the Bengals were 1,000% going to keep it close. And I think – where I screwed up was taking the money line and against the spread. Whereas I should have just laid off the money line, but I just felt like there was enough there to, to see them actually pull it out. And I wanted them to win. Like in deep down in my heart, I was rooting for the Bengals. Yeah. Um, Although I love the Matt Stafford win too, but I also kept screaming like the under is going to hit. Like there's no way the under doesn't hit. So I took that as well, didn't post that. And then I took several other props that I also never got a chance to post. But all in all, it was a really good game. So I was very thankful for that. I mean, it was kind of like, I don't want to say boring, but, you know, not a high scoring game by any means. Which I kind of expected. I mean, whatever, hindsight's twenty twenty. I'm not trying to act like I predicted anything at all, but... No, I definitely honestly, yeah. Like, I'm not shocked by that just because, like, a it's the Super Bowl, right? So it's like the last game of the year. Um, and they're two really good teams with like good defenses. So yeah, it's gonna happen. I mean, everything screamed the under in this game, like, because that's what was funny going into it and going traveling to a gambling, a legal gambling state, you know we always talk about like Barstool does those jacket promos. Yeah. And I wanted it so bad because it was like the overs club and they're like, I just, I think they're pretty sick fucking jackets. Yeah. And I was like, so much of me wants to opt into that. And this is like one of the only times I'll be in the situation where I can. Yeah. And so I was like, I think I'm going to, I'm going to bet it, but then I'm going to hedge the bet with the under because I just knew the under was going to hit like, but then at the end of the day, I was like, I know the under is going to hit so much that I'm not even going to try for the jacket. Cause it's not going to hit. Yeah. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it would have been cool, but 
whatever next year yeah. we'll get you that we'll get you the jacket jess <laughs> one of these years well texas would just wake the fuck up and like god let us gamble that'd be cool yeah it would be um, <laughs> train beer. beer i'm not drinking any beer no god me neither so train diet pepsi that should be water yeah, train water right here it was a, obviously like it was a good game. I enjoyed watching it. I obviously enjoyed halftime. It clearly wasn't long enough for everybody that watched it. Yeah, I feel like we'll have to have a separate conversation about halftime, but yeah, we will. Um, but I'm yes, I think um, the game itself was very like it's nuts because I feel like there's so many different perspectives of how you can watch that game. It's it just still amazes me how much the Bengals are able to stay in a game where they continuously get thrown up and down the field. Like once again, Burrow got sacked like what six or seven times. Yeah, they got to get a better line. I mean, yeah, that's just I mean, he's gonna he's lucky he has survived this entire season, no less the postseason. Like Definitely. It's they're just asking for him to get hurt again. And that's stupid. They've got to figure that out because I do. I think, and I think we've said it on this pod, like the Bengals are young. They're obviously a great team with like an excellent mental fortitude situation. That is going to be hard to duplicate in the future. I think they've had a good run. I don't think they're going away, but we also have to remember Neither is Josh Allen. Neither is Patrick Mahomes. Neither is Aaron Rodgers. I don't think like, you know, like there are big names still out there that this was a very, very interesting year in that a lot of great teams got knocked out very early. And I don't want to take credit away from anybody. Not certainly not the Rams, certainly not the Bengals, but to pretend that the Bengals with just a couple changes can go road to the Super Bowl again and again and again is false. Yeah. Agree. Like I do think that them making it here, especially the path that they took was awesome and empowering and also a huge letdown for them. But I also don't like, and I think that it's going to create even a better and different drive within them. But I definitely don't think that means it's going to be, you know, Bengals right. Super Bowl yeah. for the next three years. Like there's, like you're saying, there's no guarantee because there are so many that you can just, even just right. quarterback top of your head, you can fucking name and then teams to go along with it. So yeah. absolutely. Oh yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not implying that they're not going to be a part of the conversation. They're certainly going to contend. I think what they have been able to do is there's no words for it. Like I can't, I literally, like analytically cannot sit here and defend how they have done what they have done. And to me, that was like why I knew I was going to take them at least against the spread. I still felt like they absolutely could have won that game and they could have on paper. They should have never been able to win that game, but even up until the last fucking what minute of the game, they were still in it. Yeah. And I always kind of felt like this game was going to be, it was anybody's game. I kept saying that. Cause I'm like, right. I honestly don't know. Like 
I wanted to say like, I, I felt like the Rams were going to win, but there was no reasoning behind it. It was the same reasons that probably everybody else was telling you. Right. Right. But it was no reason other than just a feeling, but I personally also would have rather seen the Bengals or I, I don't know. I can't even actually say that. Like, yeah. I think I was rooting for them. Cause I like that story a tiny bit better, but also I just keep like, I keep getting hung up in the Rams thing. Like that's a Frankenstein fucking team this year. Like they had a player come out of retirement just to play like the last few games and then retired again. Then they have that Whitworth who just went one like Walter Payton man of the year, which is awesome. He's probably going to retire. Odo Beckham Jr. Who, by the way, last season tore his ACL while playing the Bengals and then now tore it again. I think it was the same one playing the Bengals. It's the same Shit like that that happens is so wild to me, but I just mean like for it just baffles me the whole time. Like right. even Matt Stafford getting there and doing what he did this year, like that is so many wild stories altogether that I'm like, how did this team even become this team? Right. And it, it was a completely different team than what they started the season with to what they finished with it. And that doesn't take away from a Super Bowl win at all. But like anyway, it's just. I kept going back and forth on the story and the players and the whatever. Yeah. Cause there were some excellent, like we talk about Burrow Stafford, but there's Von Miller. There's, o, there's yeah. Odell Beckham. Jr., like he said, um, yeah. uh, did you say Aaron Donald just now? Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I mean, there's a lot of those like great also stories that we can't not talk about. So, yeah. And then like, that was another big thing is everybody kept, like in the conversations that I was having, a lot of people kept bringing up experience, which I think is fair. Yeah. But I also then would go back and argue that like, I, I would argue that Joe Burrow and several of his teammates, Jamar Chase, whoever have had, have been in much larger spotlight, big game experiences than Matt Stafford. I mean, look at, look at where they've come as a whole, as a unit, as a group together and the things that they've gone through over the course of, of their lives. Now, maybe not together in all, but like individually look at all the things that Joe Burrow has done. Like he's 20, whatever years old has a stadium named after him. Like, I mean, he's won so many different things in big, big moments that, you can't really say that for Stafford. Well, that's true. But I think that just Matt Stafford's experience in the NFL period doesn't trump what Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have experienced at LSU, et cetera, et cetera, necessarily. But it's still a big difference. That's like absolutely going to college, like being a senior in college. You're like when a freshman comes in that one state four years, you're like, you don't know dick about college football or college basketball, whatever. Like you don't know. And it is a totally different thing. Even though you've been at all those different levels in high school, it's still a different level. So when you move to college, it's the same thing going into the NFL from college. Those are big, highly like televised, highly important games that they absolutely have to be present for and performed for. But when you get to NFL, I just think it's a completely different playing field. Not that Joe Burrow and a lot of those younger folks don't handle themselves, but there are little things that think about what Matt Stafford's been going through playing for the lions for the last, however many years he was there. Like 
that's almost more impressive than playing in really big games, unfortunately. Maybe. And no, I think they're both solid arguments. It's just everybody kept talking about Matt Stafford's NFL experience, which you don't want to take away from. But in the counterpoint, I'm like, agree. But week after week, we've watched Burrow on the big NFL stage do things that are like, again, almost unexplainable. So to me, I was like, let's look at his experience. He's got big spotlight game experience and certainly more than Stafford does. So like who's, who's got the steady hand at the end of the day, you know, it's like all these things, which to me again, just led to, I don't know that I don't know who's going to win. I think the Bengals will cover because at the end of the day, they're going to keep it close. Like that was what I knew for sure. And then that me taking Bengals money line on top of the spread was just me saying like, fuck it. It's the fucking Super Bowl. I'm going to also throw in a pick of who I think like my heart wants to win. Yeah. Fair. No, I was just going to say in like to add to your argument um, and against mine, what did Patrick Mahomes do at the Super Bowl? His like yeah. second or third year in, like that's not experience. And he did right. it against yeah. somebody who was experienced. So like, I was just going to add to your argument because it is possible. I just didn't know that this year was going to be the year, but I mean, I think yeah. that kind of everybody was on the same page with that, honestly. Well, yeah. for the most. well, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I don't know. It, we, it was, again, I was, Fine with either outcome. I just, for some reason, could feel my heart tugging more in the Bengals' direction. So I was like, fuck it. And I talked about that, I think, in our last episode where I was like, you know what? I'm done, like, with the head versus the heart thing, especially when we're down to, like, the nitty-gritty of the playoffs and even the Super Bowl. If you're going to ride a team, just ride them. Like, they're there for a reason, fuck all the analytics, like throw it out, like just go with it for whatever, you know? Yeah. Fair. Um, So that was my Bengals money line pick, which would have been the only thing that I would have maybe taken back just because it didn't cash obviously, but, (laughs) but I'm not mad about taking it. Um, I don't know how much we want to get into like the calls and how they impacted the outcome of the game. I think it's unfortunate that like for nine tenths of the game, they were like hands off, let them play. Yeah. And then all of a sudden at the very end, they're like, wait, 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 like refs are here too. We need to like show, show ourselves. Yeah. And then all of a sudden started calling shit, which I hate. Right. Because that, what was that, that third and one or that fourth and one where it was they caught the Bengals holding or whatever. It looked like a really weak hold. I did not like that call at all. I'm sure Bengals fans didn't either. So that's really frustrating because that was a huge moment that changed the out. Well, that you could argue changed the outcome of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Then you back up to like the first quarter and there was that scoring drive, the Bengals, I think first scoring drive where Ramsey got fucking absolutely hosed or whatever. And um, they didn't call it, you know, like, so it's like, 
there was obviously a back and forth. I don't want to say that. I don't really want to necessarily throw out there that the refs calls impacted the outcome, but it just sucks when they don't call it consistently through the game, which we're always going to say. And Or if they pick one team and consistently call it against one team, but they don't call it against the other one. Yeah. Like there's, I think if anything this year, if, if not everybody agrees with this, then GFY, but there is no consistency as far as ref refing goes in the NFL. No. Not this year, not ever. No, like it's, it's was the very worst frustrating. Far, in my opinion, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, I don't really want to get into a big, you no. know, ref show situation, but they they clearly showed up at the end to make their name known. They um, inserted themselves and there was definitely missed calls earlier. So it's like I think it all played out but it was just frustrating because like I know that one of those last plays there where the Bengals got called for that hold it was like yeah that was weak you know yeah well I'm here to say NBD for Cooper Cup okay yeah so how do you feel about him winning MVP of the game I mean I love the guy and he's my keeper so I'm all in fantasy wise (laughs) But I don't know. I honestly haven't seen any any talk about this. So is it that he didn't deserve to be MVP of this game or that like or- I, don't, I don't I don't know. I don't think anybody's saying that. I just that was okay. I just know that you know, obviously when you talk MVP, you're you automatically go to the cute quarterback. Like, you know, so it's kind of one of those things where when you've got low scoring games, the conversation opens up to different people, right? Totally. Like I was even trying to place some MVP prop bets beforehand because and turns out you can't do that in Tennessee. Like there's just certain rules in certain States and that's one of them. Um, But like, I even liked fucking Ramsey was like plus 8,000 or something. And I was like, knowing that this game is going to be super fucking low scoring. Mm-hmm. And Joe Burrow was probably going to get sacked a thousand times. I just thought, and I think Jump the Shark talked about this too. It was kind of like thinking about it. If Ramsey gets a couple like big plays, very well-timed, like to me laying 10 bucks to pay like 800 or whatever. So I was looking at some different MVP votes because I just thought, on either side of the ball, whoever wins, it's not necessarily going to be the quarterback that gets MVP. Yeah. And, and like Cooper cup, I think is well-deserving of it, especially after the year he's had. I don't want to say that Matt Stafford wasn't deserving of it, but I guess when you look at the game stat, I can see why they didn't choose him. But then there's also an argument for like someone like Aaron Donald, you know, it's like, it gets more difficult to like measure how you're picking who you're picking. I definitely think Matt Stafford is underrated. And I think he deserves a little bit more respect than what he gets, but, and without him, Cooper cup couldn't do what he does. Right. But so I don't know, maybe there is a little bias there, like um, maybe against Matt Stafford or for Cooper cup because of the year he had, I don't freaking know. Um, But yeah, I'm totally fine with it. I think Cooper Cup definitely deserves it. 
But I'm not, that's not to say that if Matt Stafford would have gotten it, that I wouldn't have agreed with that either. Yeah. So I'm going to be like, I'm going to be an asshole for like two minutes. Yeah. I don't really know all of like Matt Stafford and his wife's story. It sounds like they're really great people and she's done a lot of really cool things leading up to this, but ESPN shared a TikTok today of her wife being like, Matt Stafford said that if he ever won the Super Bowl, he would jump in the pool with all of his clothes on. Yeah. And then they posted that today. And that is stuff like that is when I'm like, the internet needs to shut down for a certain amount of time every day. Like what, why is that a thing? Oh my God. He jumped into a pool with all of his clothes on in Los Angeles. No, I know that's, I honestly, am I missing something? No, no, I'm totally with you. Cause I was like, especially I don't want to be a dick. Cause like, she's been through a lot. Right. That's what I mean. I know they have a lot of things. So like, I don't want to be, but that's okay. We're not making fun of any of that. And I'm not making fun of this. I am just with you with the, like, I don't understand. I don't get it. Like I jumped into the pool New Year's Eve in Houston when it was like 30 or yeah, New Year's Eve. It was like. 50 degrees outside and the pool water was probably colder than that. Like, and we did it the year before that when it was even colder outside, like that's something. I'm just like, what am I, I hope I'm missing something. Like, can he not swim? Like, I I feel like I need more context, but then I also at the same breath, I'm like, I actually think, no, I don't need more context. And this is lame as fuck. Yeah. And this makes me want to quit the internet, like just quit the internet. No, what's weird. I like literally that's why right now when you just said that, I was like, like, wait, what do you even mean? Because I watched it and just was like, put it out of my mind. And the way it was worded, like she said, he promised his wife he'd jump in the pool fully clothed if he ever won a Super Bowl. Like this man has played for the Detroit Lions for 12 years or whatever it is like that's all he promised if he ever won the Super Bowl, like was to do something that I do drunk on a regular basis. Like let's set the bar higher people. Like I, after reading that kind of don't want you to have won the Super Bowl now. Like (laughs) now I actually, I don't, I don't appreciate you as much as I did before. Yeah. I'm actually shocked. There hasn't been more videos of like, like spoofing that being like oh well if i wake up today i'm gonna put my clothes on or like like what yeah like if the sun's out today i'm gonna put sunglasses on dang it exactly that's exactly right like it's (laughs) that stupid (laughs) but i'm like i i don't know if i'm missing something because i completely shut down after reading that yeah i did too i really did like that's funny that you brought that up because legit i watched it and was like is there like a second part to this story? Yeah, I'm still mind blown. And again, like maybe it would be different if they were like, the kids have been wanting to go swimming with him in LA ever since we moved here. And he's like, no, I have to go to practice, you know, like yeah, something. But that's, it's literally says if he ever won a Super Bowl, he would jump in the pool fully clothed. Like <laughs> you kids are getting crazy down there. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> You wear clothes in a pool normally. Yeah, exactly. 
He's literally wearing like shorts and a shirt. Yeah, I know. I don't like if you were in your wedding tuxedo or something. Okay, like there's a little added, but at least it's something else. I'm like, just your regular clothes. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't get it. Come on, somebody help me. I on Maddie staff. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I uh, I want. I now want to like retract your Super Bowl win well um, after that but anyway i had to bring that up because i just couldn't get over that no i'm with you on that it was it's very strange um, um halftime show halftime show yeah i just have one cooper cup stat that oh, yeah i have to read because uh, as you know i'm obsessed with him um and I think this is why I think I'm a little biased with him. Like no questions asked when he was MVP. I'm like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. But I'm thinking about the whole season, not just the game. Right. Because This season, Cooper cup won the receiving triple crown, won offensive player of the year and won Super Bowl MVP. Jerry rice is the only other wide receiver in NFL history to do all of those things in an entire career. Cooper cup did that in one season. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now, yes. granted, I think Jerry Rice did it in like two seasons. Like it was ba- like it was back to back, like that he won. Yeah, or but something. Still, it won. was clo- it was close, but it was technically not in the same season. But yes, it's very impressive. I saw some people arguing about that yesterday. Even if they did, even if he did do it in one season, it's still it's impressive as fuck. Incredibly impressive that yeah. So pretty wild. But yeah, halftime. Let's fucking go. Listen, Linda. I have so many halftime show thoughts. But first off, I just want to say, like, I was like crying. It was so good. Like, yeah. But there was also a moment, and I tweeted this in like in real time of like the show happening, where I was like, I feel like. I should not be this excited because all of these songs were like absolute bangers when we were in high school. I know. And all that means is that like, I'm getting old. Yeah. I know. So I was like, but it was still so fucking good. Not enough. I mean, I can't get over how like everyone that I felt like I was with and a lot of people like online like yeah. everyone loved it. It was such a good show. I agree. And I feel like it was just a collective, a, a collective group of like a great blend of people. Yeah. Agreed. I think I could have watched <laughs> a 12 minute highlight of that football game <laughs> in four quarters of that halftime show. No shit. That's a really good point. Like well, for as little as went that went down in that game, yes. Yeah. So like it was, but like no shame, no hate, like no nothing. I'm pumped. I love that Fiddy came out of the freaking ceiling like that. I mean, the whole flow he, of everything. Fiddy was probably my, my best part. Oh my god, me too. I'm like, I love I him, but I've all I've always been obsessed with him. Same Z's Curtis. Curtis um, Jackson. Jimmy. Yes, sir. No. Which I always love the aftermath of everybody being like, um, oh, like Snoop smoking before the whatever. And I'm like, again, well, we, again, the sun comes up and you wear sunglasses. Like, 
It's so simple. And people are we really that fucking surprised? Well, then that's what's so funny to me. And I forget which account posted it, but they were like, "Mm, it would have been more of a shock if he didn't smoke before he went out on stage. I'm like, do you know anybody? Do you like what the fuck y'all? And you're in California. Listen, I just, I didn't know I needed to say this out loud, but on record, I don't want to live in a world where Snoop Dogg doesn't smoke weed. Like just just, on God, I don't want to be a part of that world. No. Me neither. I'll be under the sea or something. Like I don't that I don't want any part of it. Yes, totally agreed. Um, um also like I think that as a just as a person, mm-hmm. if you don't particularly relate to the Super Bowl halftime show, like I think maybe just like look internally and just like ask if maybe wow. it's just not for you. Like yeah. it's I don't think that they're targeting you. And I yeah. think that's okay. Yeah. Like, and I think it makes sense that they're not targeting you. Yeah. Agreed. Like, I Which- feel like last year I had the same conversation and it's like, I didn't particularly care for the show last year, but I also don't need to hate on it just because it doesn't directly target me. Yeah. What even was it last year? It was um, the weekend, remember? And he did the oh, whole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Which, uh, and it was good. Like, I'm not saying it wasn't yeah, good. It just, it didn't speak to me the same way this one did. This one did, yeah. But it does, I, it also didn't mean that I have to, like, automatically hate it, you know? Like, which everybody because did. it's different than what you normally listen to. Yeah, like, everybody hated that last year. And I was like, was I the only one that liked that? Actually? I didn't hate it. It just wasn't my favorite. Like I just yeah. had other ones that I liked better. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I'm just saying like the internet fucking yes. blew up and yeah. hated it. And a lot of people gave it so much crap. And I'm like, yeah, it was like know. actually pretty artsy and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But, but yeah, I agree. Like cool. this year, I think there was different. It was different in that it was overwhelmingly loved. Yeah. And then you have a certain like, a certain group of people who go on and they're like, oh, turned it off immediately, like baggy pants and cuss words and smoking weed. And it's like, so really? Weird. Like, can we not like just people have things that they like and they don't like. And I get that. And you are absolutely allowed to have your opinion, sure. but like also take a step back and like, look at the greater like world be open. Like, I think it just goes back to being like, too close-minded about things like just just watch it you don't have to like it but like to completely shit on it totally I knew it was gonna spark this conversation oh, yeah. I'm shocked it didn't start sooner than it did and I'm right. like which blows my fucking mind I'm like we grew up on that shit but I loved it and circling back to everything uh and speaking of everything Mary J's boots oh I know my god talking about them but god mm-hmm. She was yeah. amazing and like awesome. It was like I just I can't and we didn't know that Finney was gonna be there, right? No, that was a surprise. That's what I whenever he came up, I flipped out. I did too. And I, the whole time I was like, How did I miss that he was a part of this? Like that was my like favorite part. I know. But then I was I, like, there's no way that, that he was like known to be in this because no. I would have I, I had a feeling there was going to be a surprise just because it, there usually it, is exactly exactly so I was like 
okay, this should be good. Had no idea who it was going to be. But like the second he like barely even peeked his forehead yeah. down, I was like oh, Cancun 2003 motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm like, which I mean, it came out before that, but it was still the jam at that moment. And I it feel just like it still me. is the jam. Like yeah. that song will never die. Like, no. I ever. mean, it has so many, but like in the club is like song yeah. of the century. I feel like absolutely timeless, a timeless piece, if you will. Yes. Well, totally agree. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it was it was it was definitely one of my higher ranked performances for sure. I loved it, which for me again is sad at the same time because I'm like, oh, this is probably not a good sign for me and my age. <laughs> I know that was like the happiest and most depressed I've ever felt. Exactly, and know. the fact that. I didn't enjoy it in the moment and realize it later. Like it was midway through that I was realizing it and like even live tweeted it that I was like, ah, shit, like I'm loving this. That's not good. Yeah, exactly. Um, Um, But yeah, so anyway, but uh, we'll move on from that. Um, I didn't know if you wanted to have like a conversation really quick about Aaron Rodgers winning the actual like regular season MVP over Tom Brady. I don't, you know where I stand there. (laughs) Yeah. I will say that I was very surprised by that. And I feel like we collectively give Aaron Rodgers enough hate that I don't need to do, we don't need to go down that path, but I will say I'm impressed in that. I had said before, I don't know that I said it on this podcast, but I didn't think he was going to get it solely because of all of the like vaccine stuff, drama. And then just Tom Brady not getting it shocks the hell out of me. Cause this, even me, this has nothing to do with me hating on Aaron Rodgers at all. I thought Tom Brady deserved it more this season. Yeah. I mean, were there no other fucking contenders beside those two? I mean, I'm sure there were, but like it just they they they're passing and like all of their fucking ratings surpass so much that like it's kind of hard to like not include them or like for them to not be the top of the conversation. Fair, but um, yeah, I don't know. I agree with you, obviously. I mean. I don't know. I'm just going to go into a tailspin of why I think yeah. it went that way and conspiracy theories about the NFL. Nobody yeah. cares about that shit. So I'm going to. Yeah. And I don't want to get into those conversations either, but I will say just personally, I was surprised because whoever you thought deserved it yeah. was one thing. I just felt like there was no way they were going to give it to Rogers this year after all of that bullshit. And then they did. So like hand up, I was yeah. wrong. And then. I second to that really thought I really thought Tom Brady deserved it over Aaron Rodgers. Just, I mean, crazy, crazy shit. Yeah. Um, So I was very shocked that Aaron Rodgers ended up getting it again. Now back to back. Yeah. Which Um, is that I'm going to, I'm going to try and pretend that it's kind of a little dig of like, he gets MVP again and doesn't win the Super Bowl, And it's kind of like, a hurt to his ego, but I just don't think that's true. I just wish it was. Well, I mean, 
I think that he, I, I mean, again, I don't want to get into like an Aaron Rodgers conversation, but I think he certainly has a lot of shit that he needs to figure out. Like there's too many times now where he has done so well in the regular season and then ate shit in the playoffs in the postseason. Like he's gone to one Super Bowl and won one Super Bowl. Yeah. Like for as, as many times as he's been in the opportunity to get to the postseason, he has not. So it's not a good look. And I personally don't see him staying in Green Bay, but that's another conversation that we'll, I'm certain we'll be having here in the next several weeks over the offseason. And well, as stuff comes out, because supposedly he and Shailene Woodley split. So, oh, I did not know this. I saw one headline. I have not looked into it, but um, that is a rumor that has surfaced. So maybe he has decided to stay with Green Bay one more year. And she's like, bye. <laughs> I don't know. I keep hearing rumors about him going to the Broncos. I know. Well, he does. He also bought land in Tennessee, right? Like Nashville, right Nashville. or something. Yeah. You sent me that, but I didn't like look into it enough. Yeah. Um, they bought some land like right outside of Nashville. Yeah. Well, things are about to get interesting. I know that. So, yeah. um, and I, I think too, like another like solid head or a solid statement to talk about too, while we wrap up this, you know, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Look at now what we've seen happen in the recent past. We've seen a guy which, you know, a guy like Tom Brady is one thing, but now Matt Stafford, you know, goes to LA and in one season wins the Super Bowl. And like Tom Brady kind of did the same thing, although arguably different. Yep. Manning that did that back to back a few years ago. So it's like there is this argument or this trend for like if you're in a place and it's not working for you. There's there's a precedent to get out and go find a, a different team. Now, obviously, that team needs to collectively have their shit together or be able to throw some shit together. Um, you can't just go to like a shitty a team. Tap. But and there is a there is now evidence supporting that hey, like you can go to another team and make it happen within that first year. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, interesting. Yep. It's opening up a whole new realm, I yeah. think, of of things. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah, like we said, a lot of rumors talk that I think we'll get into in the future weeks coming up. Yeah. Um, it's just a sad situation right now for me to try to sit here and attempt to talk about anything. I'm okay. sad football season is over. I don't know how it's already here. Neither. It makes me very sad, but I do think we've got XFL is supposed to be coming back. Oh, real quick too, hand up. I just want to say that Dwayne, the rock Johnson bullshit at the beginning of the game, that was cringy as fuck. And I don't like it. I don't know what the fuck that was. I didn't even see it all for being honest. So it was two fucking minutes long. Like it was the weirdest thing. And it was just him like announcing the, the game. And I guess it's fine. And again, they were in LA and he's like, the he's like the celebrity of all celebrities. So like, whatever, 
not necessarily hating on him or I'm not trying to, but like, then he goes and makes this big post about like my dream was to play in the NFL. And although I didn't get to do that, I basically did by like announcing this. And I'm like, what? Whatever. It just felt very like I'm trying to steal the show. I don't know. No, that's weird. I I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I definitely didn't see. I I don't know where I was. Maybe it was entirely too long. I don't know how you missed it because it was like he well, no, I saw like opened. I saw like a minute of it, but I just was like out of the room or probably like peeing because I was excited trying to get everything out before everything right. started. And then I came in and I was like, "Who's talking? Like, what's going on?" And it was kind of the same thing as the Matt Stafford pool video. I was just kind of like. What's happening? Like, what is he talking about? Yeah. And I just filled my drink and moved on. And it just kept going. I was like, shut up and like, let's play football. Like, come on. Yeah. Why do we have a monologue? I have no idea. But anyway, um, the XFL, I think, is supposed to be coming back. And then now there's like a new, like, USA League or something. Uh Football League. I don't know. I haven't heard of it. I have no clue. I don't know anything about it, but I'm like, Maybe, maybe, who knows? Yeah. I'm not I support like all sports. So like, yeah, whatever. I, I'm, I'm in. If more football wants to be played in the off season, I'll give it a fucking whirl. Yeah, I've I, always said, I want to go to like an XFL game. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, I'm down. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, real quick. Have you seen the Rams new logo? Uh, I saw something today that showed and there's like a dick in it. Is that is that right? Dick in it. Yeah. Yeah. Dick right in the middle. Dick and balls. If is you that know. real? So I think that one's a little doctored because I just looked it up and I don't think it's as bad as that. Well. Yeah. I was like, it's still I pretty dickish. Okay. I guess for me, I kind of scrolled by it because I was like, hey, why are they announcing a new logo right now? Like it just seemed ill-timed. Yep. And then there was a penis right in the middle of it. So I was like, this has got to be some sort of like joke or something that I just don't have time for right now. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I mean, I don't know. I think some people maybe made it worse than it was because I've seen different ones. So I don't know if they've pulled it out or not. Huh? Yeah. Not um, but anyway, I thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> but we can get into all that other shit next week. Yeah. God, next week will be two hours long. I know. <laughs> Just kidding. That's our voice. We're going to have to have steam. <laughs> steam. Yeah, I'm going to have to spend the next seven days in the fucking sauna. Yeah. God, I would love that. Yeah. Just kidding. It it helps, but it doesn't help enough. Yeah, I know. The main thing I got to do is just stop fucking talking. <laughs> Well, good luck. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what everybody emails me at work and they're like, um, can we give you a call on teams? We need to talk about this. I'm like, you nope. sure can, but I'm just warning you. It's not going to be good. I can't talk. Yeah. Like I have no voice. So good luck. Yeah. Um, but, that's funny. um, anything else that we need to talk about before we wrap it up? to my knowledge i'm sure i'm forgetting something but yeah i know i just i think at this point it's for the best that we end it um for all the obvious reasons so thanks everyone for being here if you're still here i can't imagine why 
Um, I apologize. This has been a shit, you know, last week, no episode this week, hardly an episode, but we're doing what we can. And hopefully next week we'll be back. You know, if you don't recall, we will still have a weekly pod through the off season. And that's where we like to talk about other sports where we can supplement, talk about fun things that aren't necessarily like on any sort of schedule or track, you know, bring fun topics, might try to bring in fun guests if we think we can make time for it. Um, So yeah, stick with us. Don't run away just because football's over. I promise we'll get, you know, back to a, a state of where you can enjoyably listen to me talk. Yes. Back to basics. Yeah. Uh, but we appreciate you as always hit us up at women camp parlay on social media. Um, yeah, that's it. Goodbye. Bye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.